0: Do you want to stay more focused on the right goals in your life or even just figure out what the right goals are for you? Do you want clarity? Do you want better work-life balance? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Success Through Failure. Welcome to the Success Through Failure podcast, the show that reveals failure as your path to success. You'll listen to intriguing interviews with some of the most successful people on the planet and learn how their failures became a launchpad for success and how yours can too. Here's your host, former Division I All-American wrestler, former Division I head coach, speaker, and personal coach, Jim Harshaw. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. This is your host, Jim Harshaw, bringing you a solo episode here today. And we're gonna talk about organizing your life to guarantee focus, consistency, and follow through. You know, we all feel like we're going 100 miles per hour and, you know, getting 100 things done throughout the day, but not really advancing the ball in any particular direction. We get to the end of the day going, man, what, what did I actually accomplish? You know, we always feel like, you know, we want to crush it at work and we want to crush it at home, and like we're always shortchanging one or the other. Uh, we wish we had more time in the day. So often, so uh, we're going to talk about organizing your life to help you guarantee that you're getting the right things done, staying focused, being consistent, and following through and executing on the things that you know you need to follow through and execute on. And this, for me. It's going to become even more important right now, because I don't know when you're listening to this, but I'm recording this in August before the kids go back to school. And once they go back to school, things get crazy, right? Uh, My wife starts up school again. She starts up back. uh, She's a school counselor. And so things are going to get busy for her. Things are going to get busy for the kids. And, uh, you know... All the activities, soccer and baseball and piano and guitar and gymnastics and horseback riding lessons and field hockey and you name it, I probably left about five other things out, not to mention like sitting down and having dinner. Uh, Things just get crazy, homework, et cetera. So we have to really lock in and get focused and consistent and follow through and do the things that we know we need to do. And so that's that's what we're going to talk about today. So I'm going to give you a handful of tactics that I'll give you kind of a concept and then I'll give you some bullet points underneath there to support that and to help you so you have some real actionable things out of this. And let me just start by saying this. All of this is easier if you've done the work to figure out what is truly important to you. If you've done the work to figure out what are your core values. And I know you can probably sit there and rattle off, well, it's this and that and the other thing off the top of your head. If you haven't done the deeper work to really explore that, I encourage you to do that. That's the kind of work that I do with my clients. Um, I'm sure there are some great books and other resources out there. I have some resources on my resource page where you can just go to jimharshajr.com slash action. You'll get access to the action plan from this episode, all the other episodes, plus some great tactics, not the least of which is the Reveal Your Path blueprint. So that will guide you through some different ways to identify what really is most important to you. So you can start with that. But when you do this and then you you identify your core values, and then you create goals that align with those core values, then it becomes very clear what you have to do, right? So right now, what we're going to talk about today is after you've done that work, and you say, okay, now I just need tools, tips, tactics to help me execute, that's what we're going to talk about today. This is after you know what's important to you, you have clarity around your goals, then you can start implementing some of this stuff that we're going to talk about here today. So, all right, here's the first one. Now, listen, I've said this before, but you've got to fall in love with the fundamentals. So some of this stuff I'm going to talk about is like, oh, I've heard that before. Well, execute on it, right? Uh, and I'm going to give you some, some tactics to help really reduce the friction and help you execute on it. But fall in love with the fundamentals. This is the basics. This is the important stuff, all right? Here we go. Number one, you want to get more done. You want to be sure you're focused, consistent, following through. Wake up earlier. Wake up earlier. Start your day before everybody else when it's quiet and start organizing your day, thinking about looking at your calendar for today, the next week, the next month. Matter of fact, that's one of the action items for one of my clients was, is to look at his next month right? That's actually his action item between now and, and our next call is going to be really to identify what he needs to work on over that next month. And you may be saying, Jim, I'm not a morning person. And guess what? Neither was I. I've had this conversation a couple times recently. I was not a morning person. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you something, I'm a little bit embarrassed to say this, but after I graduated from college, I remember having a conversation with a guy i Joe. Joe may be out there. listening. I know Joe listens to some of these. But he was the head wrestling coach at my alma mater, and I was the assistant coach for a spell. And he was basically telling him, "Like I like almost fear getting a real job in the real world because I have to wake up early in the morning every day to go to work. Like it was different when I had to wake up early in the morning, and you know, I put myself through." It's hard to kind of believe this, that I I struggled to be a morning person, but I would wake up voluntarily on my own and go over to University Hall, the old basketball arena at UVA, grab a 45-pound plate and run up and down the stairs with it, holding it above my head and doing different exercises with it just through just painful workouts early in the morning on my own. But here I am afraid to wake up early and thinking, man, I'm just not a morning person. It's just not me. It's not in my wiring, whatever. And... First of all, if you're telling yourself that out loud, you've convinced yourself. So you've got to start shifting your language. Well, I'm becoming a morning person, right? Start shifting your mindset, shifting your language. And here's the other thing. Find something that gets you out of bed in the morning. If the first thing you have to do in the morning sucks, find something else. Find something you actually are looking forward to doing. And if it's working out, that sucks, right? If you don't want to wake up and go for a run or go to the gym... Wake up and find something else that's fun to do. Go play racquetball. Find somebody who wants to go play racquetball early in the morning. Something that's more fun. Something that's enjoyable. Maybe it's mountain biking. Whatever it is. Find something you would enjoy. Now, here's the deal. If you wake up one hour earlier per day, one hour, by the end of the year, you will have an additional nine 40-hour work weeks per year. Nine Don't tell me there's not enough hours in the day. Don't tell me you need more time. Wake up an hour earlier. Nine 40-hour work weeks. Nine of them. Let's say you're like, man, I can't do an hour, Jim. Okay, how about 30 minutes? 30 minutes a day. Four and a half 40-hour work weeks. That's about a month. It's about an extra month of work per year. You got that other thing that you want to work on? What What if you had an additional... Think about this. What if you had an additional week... Every quarter, so once a quarter, you took an entire week, 40 hours, and just worked on the thing, whatever that thing is, right? Your relationship, your business, getting fit, whatever that thing is, right? Getting clear on your goals, you took an entire week. Well, guess what? You can do that by waking up 30 minutes a day earlier. That's four and a half weeks per year. That's one week per quarter. And you can do that. What if you're like, Jim, I I can't do the hour. Maybe I could do it on weekends. Okay, just on the weekends. One hour earlier. Only on the weekends. It's two and a half half weeks you get per year. Okay, Jim, I can only do 15 minutes a day, and I can only do it on weekends. That's like nothing. 15 minutes a day. That's it. I'm sorry. Only on weekdays. That's still another week and a half. One one and a half, 40-hour work weeks. I mean, think about that. Don't say there's not enough time in the day, and then you're finding yourself doing things that aren't productive, scrolling through social media, watching Netflix, whatever it is. Say no to those so you can say yes to the right things. All right, next is this philosophy of getting things done. As a matter of fact, I interviewed the author, uh, David Allen, who wrote the book Getting Things Done. It's like a worldwide phenomenon, this book now. its He's got a massive, massive following. And I interviewed him back in episode number 116. So if you go to the archives, so it's more than 100 episodes back. So I know iTunes doesn't have... Actually, no, it's right around... It's, it's not quite 100 episodes back. So you should be able to get that through iTunes, depending on uh, when you're listening to this. But if not, you can just go to jimharshawjr.com slash 116. As a matter of fact, I'll have the links to all these episodes right in the action plan. So I'm going to refer to a couple of others. But anyway, David Allen is this sort of international guru. We wrote this book and had him on the podcast. And he's just, he's just amazing, right? Uh, but he talks about how to, how to get more done, Right, uh, one of his philosophies is, "Do it, delegate it, or delete it." And he's got a lot of great other actionable things there. You can, uh, again, if you go to JimHarshawJunior.com/slash/action, and you can get access to episode one sixteen, uh, the action plan from that episode. So I recommend that. Uh, let me give you a couple other things that I do to help me get things done. Uh, I use a tool called Asana, A S A N A. That is my to do list. Uh, that's where I capture everything. I was on a mastermind call a couple of days ago with a, a group of clients, and they were talking about how it's hard to stay focused on the thing because their mind's always working. So, for example, they might be on a date night with their wife and they are thinking about like something at work, right? Or they're playing with their kids and they come up with this great idea, right? That they want to execute on. And they're like, well, you know, the time that I block off for something is, you know, my mind sometimes drifts to something else that is also good to work on, but you know, I, I want to be focused on that thing. And and what I tell them is find a means of capturing that so your mind can let it go. Your mind this is a David Allen concept. He says, Your mind is not a storage container, it's a create creative device. So the more we can not make it a storage container, take that concept, that information, whatever it is, that idea that you thought of, scribble it down on a Post-it note and shove it in your pocket. Open up your phone and, and just record a quick voice memo to yourself. Uh, open up a sauna or send an email to yourself and capture that. So I use that. Everything gets captured there, and I can just let go much more easily. Just let go and be focused and be present on the thing I'm working on at that moment. Another one is I, I call it the Nicotra Method. This is after my late brother-in-law, Steve Nakota, awesome, awesome man. Just tragically lost him uh, just before the holidays uh, last year, 2018. Uh, but he told me this tactic that he used. And if, you a long, if you're a long-time listener, you may have heard me talk about this before. If you're not using this, man, this is this is like the best thing that I do. I don't do it every day, but I use it, I, I do this especially when I'm feeling... I either really, really need to be locked in today or there's some reason where I don't feel locked in today, locked in and focused. Um, Whether I'm under the weather or uh, just easily distracted that day for whatever reason, you just have those days, right? You're tired, you're dragging, whatever. This one really helps me. So I will... In Asana, I will order everything on my to-do list, kind of drag and drop. It's super easy. I can order it. Uh, It doesn't matter. Whatever to-do list you use to capture all the stuff, and I have probably 75 or more things on my to-do list. I know I'm not going to get 75 things done today. And by the way, when you die, you're going to have stuff to do on your to-do list. So don't stress out about trying to get your to-do list down to zero. It will never be at zero. Wrap your head around that. The day you die, you will have things to do things will be undone. And that's okay. You're never going to get it all done. And don't try to feel like you have to. Uh, but with this Nicotra method, you you basically take everything from your to-do list that you think you're going to you want to get done today, you're going to try to get done today. 10 things, 20 things, whatever it is. Write it down on a notebook. Order them 1 through 20. Okay, number 1 just keep, just write it down on the left-hand side. The order that you want to get them done at, in the way that, by the way, that the way that I like to order things is, I like to pick two or three things that are super easy right in the beginning, like sending a quick email, sending a quick text, something super quick and easy. That way, it gets momentum. It creates momentum. If it's the Dave Ramsey sort of philosophy of. Personal finance, it's like don't pay off the the big, massive, high interest loans first. Pay off the smaller loan first, no matter the interest rate, because that gives you momentum. And once you get momentum, you get more cash flow that way, and you can start applying that to other loans. Um, but it's the same thing here. You know, there's the whole eat the frog. You know, do the hard thing first. And I get that. Do a couple easy things first it gives you momentum. You start checking things off the list. So anyway, that's the way I order it. And then I take my hand, put it on the list, close my eyes for. 15 seconds, 30 seconds, and I visualize myself getting all this stuff done. I visualize myself getting interrupted, going back to the list. Phone, phone rings, I go back to the list. Instead of getting interrupted, go back to check email. You know, phone rings, go check social media, uh, go get a cup of coffee. I visualize myself getting, going right back to the list and working on the next most important thing. And most importantly, you feel this. You feel the success that you have at the end of the day, having a productive day. Um, so that's the Nicotra method. Uh, just love that it one really works for me. And and just generally, handwriting things out, handwriting lists is really, really helpful. Uh, one of the things that I do is actually write down my goals, the shorthand version of my goals, several times a week. I know some people do it every day. I don't like to do things like that just for the sake of doing them. I feel like sometimes it, you do it without emotion and it just becomes rote. Uh, but when I write these several times a week... It prompts me to put things on my to-do list that I got to get done. That I'm like, man, I, I forgot about this. This is actually one of my goals. I was going to go over here and work on this minutia all day, but this is actually one of my written goals. Uh, there's one thing on here that I need to do in the next 24 hours, or the next few days. I got to get this thing done to keep that progress going. So writing down those goals. I want to talk a little bit about routines. We all know that elite athletes have routines and so should you. You need to have routines in place to get the maximum performance out of yourself. The one great thing about routines is it takes the emotion out of decision making just like a commitment does, right? You you make a commitment to let's say you sign up for a 5k. You make that commitment there's no emotion of like waking up in the morning, going, ah, oh, man, do I feel like running? Well, maybe I, maybe I run, and I don't know, I'm not feeling like great this morning. It's like, no, it's like I made this commitment. I got to get out there and train for it. Uh, it takes the emotion out of it. Just like so, routines do the same thing. Commit to a routine. Identify the peak performance routines for you. And a lot of times, those start the night before. It's not a matter of of starting your morning routine in the morning. It starts the night before whatever, it's making the coffee, setting out your workout gear, organizing your to-do list for the next day, whatever it is, identify those peak performance evening routines, and then, and then just your routines throughout the day. It's like the nocotra method, using Asana, things like that. And then I also want, want, want you to think about this. There's oftentimes what's holding us back is this friction in our lives, Right? There's friction to getting things done. I've talked about this before, but the friction is what stops us from doing the thing that we know we need to do, right? The friction might be, you know, having to gather your your gym clothes to go to the gym. We'll do it the day before. One of my clients, and I've used this example before, is one of the friction points for him in making sales calls, we've realized, is making the call list. So create your call list. What is it for you that's that's causing friction, resistance to getting things done? So real quickly, my evening and morning routines include preparing my lunch the day before. So I have a nice healthy lunch, hard boiled egg smoothie. I prepare that the night before so I can just wake up. I don't have to think about my lunch that day. And that also saves me time. I don't have to go out and buy lunch. It saves me money too. It's just a... Just a, a good habit that I'm in. And so I, I make my smoothie, make sure I have my hard-boiled eggs and whatever else I want to take with me for lunch. And then I set the coffee pot. If I'm working out that next morning, I'll set out my workout clothes. And I'll try to. I, don't, I, I do this at some point before the workday starts, but a lot of times I do it the night before. Sometimes I do it the morning of is I organize my day on my on Asana. That's my evening routine. morning routine. wake up uh, includes some form of meditation or productive pause. It's meditation, it's journaling, things like that. If I'm not working out right away that morning, I'll dive into some work, get my get work done. I'll drink 16 to 24 ounces of water and then uh, and then I'm off and running for my day. and then you know on my drive, oftentimes it's listening to the success hotline. it's listening to the Bible, uh, reciting my mantra. Uh, I have some positive mindset audios that I've created for myself. I just feed, feed, feed myself the right things into my mind. All right, next, I want to talk about keystone habits, core habits. There are certain habits for everybody and anybody that must happen for you to be productive, to be focused, to be consistent, to follow through on things. Some core habits are number one, sleep. Sleep. Get enough sleep. Whatever enough is for you, figure that out and get it. Make it happen. Set an alarm on your phone so you stop scrolling on social media. Make sure you get to bed. Uh, that might mean using an eye mask. That's what I I have a, like a sleep mask, right? Because like light pours in through the windows. We've got a night light in the hallway for the kids. So I got a sleep mask. You know, make it darker so I can my my body just sleeps better that way. Exercise is another core habit. And it doesn't have to be hardcore crazy. I'm doing a Spartan race, by the way. I'm pretty excited for that. So it's making me train hard. I'm doing like the super. It's in the end of October, October 26th in Virginia. It's uh, uh, eight miles and a bunch of obstacles. Got a bunch of guys I'm training with for it. So it's pretty stoked for that. But it doesn't have to be that, right? It can be something simple. It could be something like going for a walk every day, right? Whatever that exercise is, that is a core habit, keystone habit. Nutrition's another one. Make little adjustments in your tr- nutrition. Um, one of my clients really struggled. Well, a lot of my clients really struggle with that. I think everybody does, like right? eating the right foods and saying no to the wrong foods. And I challenged him. I said, hey, make a commitment. Next seven days, just make a hard commitment to yourself that you're going to do, th- we-, we talked about three quarter portions. For when he goes, does out, he goes out and eats a lot, of, uh, a lot of meals with clients and a lot of work meals and uh, just loves to go out for dinner. That, that's great. And we talked about three-quarter portions. And he made that commitment. It uh, wasn't a full commitment of not eating any junk food or not eating any carbohydrates or anything like that. It was, it was this sort of small step, baby step commitment, and he actually executed on it. It was pretty cool. And this is a super high-performing dude. Recreation is another core habit. What do you enjoy? What's fun? What's filling to you? Is it, maybe it's exercise, right? Maybe it's something else that's it's fun, it's a hobby, um, spending time with your family, kids, getting outside, going for a walk in the woods, whatever, some kind of recreation. And lastly, on the core habits is a productive pause. You have, th- this is a must. This is a simple, pure must. If there is one habit of high performers, of elite performers, It is this. It is a productive pause and is defined as a short period of focused reflection around specific questions that leads to clarity of action and peace of mind. That's what we all want. That's what we're all looking for. And the goal here is to be more satisfied with our life. And so let me wrap up with this. None of this works. None of this works if you're not grateful right now. If you're not grateful for what you have in your life and some of you are shaking your head saying, yeah, but Jim doesn't know. I don't, but really consider what you have. Even if it's just a glass of clean water, right? Do you have a roof over your head? Gosh, even if you don't have those things, you know, for me, I can always fall back on Jesus loves me. Right? What do you have in your life? When you start out with that, when you start out with gratitude, and you not just think about it logically, but actually feel it emotionally inside of you, it shifts everything. It shifts everything. That is the place where you start if you want to guarantee focus, consistency, and follow through. So I hope these ways to organize your life have helped you. If so, please share this episode with just one other person. If you can, just share it with one other person, shoot them a text, and say, hey, check out episode 210 of Success Through Failure. It's uh dot com Slash two one zero. That's where you can find any of my episodes. I referenced a bunch of, at least a couple of solo episodes. I recommend just go to Jim com slash solo, S O L O, and you'll find a list of every single episode that I record, every single solo episode. So it goes way back. I got quite a few of those and they're all listed there. You can listen to them right from that page as well. So, um, anyway, you can also get the action plan. Just go to Jim Jr. com slash action. You get tons of action plans. When Whenever you get that link, make sure you bookmark it because every time I create a new action plan every single week, that link, that page that you go to gets updated. So you have to go to com slash action first, enter in your email, and you'll just get access to all the goodies that I, I create every single week. So. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. I haven't looked at my ratings and reviews in a while, but holy cow, I just want to say thank you. I know a bunch of you have done ratings and reviews recently, so thank you for that. That helps me on iTunes. Uh, If you haven't done that yet, I'd appreciate it. It goes a long way in helping other people find my podcast, so you can just go to iTunes, look for Success Through Failure, and, uh, and then you can add a rating and or review. So thank you for those, and as always... Take the time to get clear on your goals and embrace failure as a stepping stone on your path to success.